Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, thank you for joining me here today. Now, today I want to talk about something a little bit different because I woke this morning to the news of Queen Elizabeth II's passing and I thought that this is an opportunity to really talk about the life of a very remarkable woman and what she teaches each of us about who we are and how we show up every day in our lives, in our challenges, um, in our work. And so I just wanted to spend 15 minutes honouring that life and perhaps sharing a few ideas that can help each of us step up to be the person that we really want to be. You may or may not know I'm originally from the UK. I grew up in London um, and moved to Australia when I was 12. I identify as being Australian, but there are certain things about me that are still very British, you know, how I say pasta and yogurt, and also my connection to the Queen. I feel very deeply connected to her, which I know sounds ridiculous, but I also know many people will relate to. And whilst, you know, she has died at the age of 96, which by all accounts is a very remarkable life, I have found myself this morning still feeling a great deal of shock and disbelief and really just being quite upset. And so I had to explain to my three-year-old why mummy was crying as I was watching the news this morning and what it meant for us and what a king and queen were, which was a amusing conversation, to be honest. And I think that as we acknowledge this woman, we are not only saying goodbye to a queen who has led a country and a commonwealth for over 70 years, We were also saying goodbye to a mother and a grandmother and a great-grandmother. And as much as she has had an extremely public and visible life and a life filled of duty and responsibility, at the human level, she feels the same things we feel. She has her children. She worries about the same things that we would all worry about and probably a great deal of extra things that having such a public life would bring with it. And so I think it's important to acknowledge her not only as a leader, as the queen, as the head of state, but also to acknowledge her in the most human state as that mum and as part of that family unit. I was literally struck by the fact that two days ago when she swore in Liz Truss as the new British Prime Minister, she was still working. She was still doing her duty and her work. And there are very few people in the world who can claim to have literally worked for 70 plus years in one job that is so impactful, influential, and carries so much responsibility. And I think that really is a testament to such an incredible work ethic and sense of duty to her people and to the role that she has in the world. You know, this isn't something that she ever chose. It's not like us choosing the next job or the next challenge. This was something she was very much born into and has taken that role on with, I think, such grace and eloquence and composure. And I think that really does talk to what an incredible woman she is. And I was thinking just this morning around how she stepped into this role in her 20s and how scared she must have been, how daunting. It must have been 
to have such a big responsibility at such a young age to be stepping into that role at a time where technology was becoming more and more important and more and more prevalent. And she had exposure to the world in a way that no one before her ever has. She must have been absolutely terrified around how to do it and how not to screw up, as we all are when we step into any sort of new role or position. But to do it so publicly and I think to do it so gracefully is really a testament to her. I think she's just done an outstanding job. And as a result, you know, we really have lost one of the greatest and most iconic figures of all time. And I know for most of us, she has been the only monarch that we have had throughout our lifetimes. And I think it has opened up possibilities around what is possible for women by having such a steadfast and public female at the helm of the monarch. And I think the reason that she has been so influential and is indeed so beloved is because of her ability to connect. A core part of her role is the ability to engage with people from all walks of life, from the most common of folk to some of the most influential leaders and thinkers of our times. And with that, no doubt comes a great deal of small talk, but it also comes with a need for a great deal of empathy and understanding and knowledge to be briefed and have an awareness of the challenges that everyday people face right through to understanding complex political issues is a great skill and one that I think she's done masterfully and then being able to really connect in on that human level and make people feel seen and acknowledged and valued is huge and I think she's just really done that remarkably and I think that as we hear the outpours of thoughts at the moment it really is testament to her ability to connect and engage with people. The other thing that really strikes me about her life is that it was always focused on being in service. Again, this was never about her or her agenda. It was about her duty and her responsibility. She has literally devoted her life to that. And that sense of duty and responsibility has undoubtedly been at the cost of personal sacrifices. She has not had the liberty to choose her family over her responsibility in the way that many of us working mums navigate on a daily basis. She hasn't had that choice. And whilst I'm so grateful to not have that responsibility or that burden, I commend her for taking it on and doing it so honourably and so gracefully and really giving the whole of herself as a leader. I keep thinking of her being the only woman in the room. So when you see all those pictures, quite often you see her sitting front centre surrounded by rows of men. And that must have been so tough, not only as a woman, but as a monarch and having a different life and lifestyle to everyone around you. And even with leaders and politicians and and people of influence, the main distinction has been that the Queen never gets to turn off. She has never been able to switch off from the day job or take a break in the same way that others can or to be in service for a period of four or six or eight or 12 years and then to change course. Her life has been steadfastly dedicated to being in service and she has never shied away from that. (music) 
hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. Now we get to look back and remark on the legacy that she has left, not only in the United K and in Australia and in the Commonwealth, but across the globe. She has literally impacted the lives of billions of people. And I think personally, this is the moment where I stop and think, you know, what is the legacy I'm leaving? How do I want to be remembered? What influence do I want to have on the world? What is the impact I want to leave? And, you know, I invite you all to think about that. You know, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your greatest accomplishments to be? And are we working towards that? And how do we take those little steps towards it? Because our legacy is there irrespective of how intentional we are. We will leave a legacy, (laughs) the good, the bad, the ugly. But the more intentional and deliberate we can become about crafting a legacy that we are proud of, then the more good we will do in the world, the more we will change things. And that doesn't have to be some big momentous thing. It can be really small things that have huge impacts. And all of these things build on each other. They snowball. And we should never forget the importance of what each of us as individuals do and contribute to the world and how that all works together to create change. And I think of it particularly in terms of women in leadership and women's place in the world, in organisations and within industries and within politics. And I do think every conversation and every conversation where a woman goes in and asks for the pay rise and every promotion she goes for and every step up that she takes and every time she confronts a biases that exist within her industry or challenges stereotypes, that is all such important work. And a lot of that is just in the day-to-day of living and it's how we choose to live and, and whether we choose to speak up and demand more space and to demand more equity and equality and more diversity and more inclusion. And I think each of us in our own way need to be contributing to that conversation and together what we create, the legacy we leave, not only at an individual level but at a collective level will just be huge. So I invite you to really think about that. What is it that matters to you? Get clarity on your purpose and your values and then live by those. And start small. It can be the smallest of steps, but just start somewhere. You don't have to get it perfect. None of us are going to. We can take steps full of fear, but knowing that they are the right steps in the direction that we want to and need to go. And I really invite you all to do that and consider it for your own lives and your own leadership journey. And I just want to leave you with this quote from Queen Elizabeth. I know no single formula for success, But over the years, I have observed that some attributes of leadership are universal and are often about finding ways of encouraging people to combine their efforts, their talents, their insights, their enthusiasm, and their inspiration to work together. And I think that just sums up the importance that each one of us plays and how collectively coming together, we really can create change 
and we can create a better future, not only for ourselves, but also for women and people of different backgrounds and create more genuine diversity and equity and inclusion across all levels of our organizations and our society. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that. Have a beautiful day and thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm Rebecca Bangura, and if you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to LinkedIn and connect with me. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time.